Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. The performance rankings, you had to be there, the crappy quiz, and a slight tangent. Does that count? <laughs> Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. Alright, a very good morning to you. Welcome along. It's Thursday morning. It's uh, West Ham's world and we just live in it. Certainly, it's David Moy's world. Uh, Kathleen's here. Kathleen, good morning to you. Good morning, morning. Shane is here. Shane. Good morning. You were saying that you felt happy for David Moyes. Joy for David Moyes. Just like, I, didn't, like, I didn't expect the full-time reaction. Or the, sorry, the reaction to Jared Bowen's goal. When he goes running down the touchline, almost Mourinho-esque, you're like, this is a, a side of David Moyes' happiness that none of us had ever seen. And then you see his 87-year-old father being handed the medal by him afterwards and getting a couple of photographs and would melt your heart a little bit. Um, it's his first trophy as a manager in 25 years I think you'll find there was Community Shield in there for Manchester United wasn't there? was there? I think there was you sure? But yeah there was yeah so that doesn't count though because the previous manager obviously got him to the Community Shield uh, that's a fair point though does, it's does, not, that, it's does not, that count? it's not a fair point you're, you're 100% correct yeah, yeah. I'm being uh, yeah. I thought I was going to say it doesn't count because it's Community Shield well like exactly <laughs> you know what if you were the manager that earned the right to play in the Community Shield then you have a bit more even no, then even then that's a bit of a stretch um, but yeah Terry Hulier used to count it well there you go I suppose for, the, for their little treble they had I, I think if you're a West Ham fan this morning and you hadn't won a trophy since 1980 um, it's a pretty special night oh, it's amazing Like that, it was just incredible and Fiorentina I know a team with a lot of history as well but uh, the West Ham fans just were an unbelievable voice throughout in Pride last night I'm sure there were some scenes in Pride last night as well of celebration um, you couldn't but be pleased for most of them uh, and then you see Declan Rice pop up on the TV and you're like, ah. Oh, when Declan Rice signs for Manchester United, if he ever does, you're like, oh, that guy's great. What an amazing player. I love him. I love me some Declan Rice. Look at him standing up for what he believes in, not being coerced. Mm, standing up for what he believes in. Kissing the Irish badge and moving on. Up the raw. He was an up the raw guy, wasn't he? He was. He was, yeah. 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 Quickly switched. Um, but I think... Generally speaking, the way West Ham got, went about their business last night was was impressive. Kurt Zumik was off injured, changes things a little bit. Were they not? I, I was. I thought they were quite poor for yeah, large Swedes. They were. Yeah, they're yeah. not shite. Well, the game itself was was reasonably. It, it, def- it wasn't a classic, but like Fiorentina definitely should have been a couple of goals ahead by the time. West Ham actually started getting into it. Yeah, and their manager Italiano at the end is just given. He seems to be giving out about everything. Um, I don't know exactly what his issue was. Certainly, the bone goal was fair and square onside. Took it really, really well. Cool as you like. Um, and then you see Mark Noble, the sporting director, almost in tears afterwards as well. Um, so there was a video going around yesterday of a couple of West Ham fans found him out for a run, yeah, and they started jogging along beside him, beers in hand, as chatting you do. away as yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. So now, from a West Ham perspective. You gotta be pleased for them. Uh, I think David Moyes just like did he save his job by winning last night? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, it's very difficult for him to sack him. Like, and he does have that uh, yo-yo tendency, or certainly did with Everton, where they would scrape out of relegation and the next season be in Champions League contention. Mm. And so I don't know. Maybe maybe next year's a, a good league year. It, it also, by the way, puts a, a certain stamp on the Europa Conference League because I have to say, I along with many others, probably when the Europa Conference League was. 
invented. I was like, this is this is ridiculous. This is so stupid. Weren't you, you both dismissing this yesterday? Going, ah, does it really matter? Of course it matters. Ah, no, like because I, I think Roma, the scenes when Roma won it last year, you're like, okay, this means so much to them, and then they go on and win the uh, or get to the Europa League final. Sorry, the following year. So clearly, there's development there. I think for Villa fans, I mean, it's you're not, looking at it, this going, this, this is, is not for the super clubs that you support. You know, this no. is not for you. Well, any any it's for the rest of Europe who like real real football no, fans. Sorry, who, I who meant it from the perspective <laughs> that there were so many articles yesterday talking about the legendary David Moyes and Declan Rice if they did this, and I just thought it was a bit like extreme. So now that what Mark, it was. No, well, now, now that's uh, sorry, uh, Bowen has scored a winner in the 90th minute, first Englishman since the 90s to score. Do you accept that he's a legend? He's a West Ham legend. He's a West Ham legend, yeah. of course. Yeah, but I. Uh, the article was talking about them being legendary figures of the game, not of like West Ham, of a club. I totally accept it from that perspective, but I, yeah, I still stand by what I said yesterday. <laughs> I think I got, I got into it. I think I was into it more and more as the game was wearing on. I was like, this means a lot. And then when you see, when you see Moyes running down the touchline, you're like, oh yeah, this means a lot to the club. Like, it's a, it is an instantly iconic celebration. Yeah. Um, also, midweek European finals. There's a lot to be said for them. Mm. Mm. Yeah, especially at this time of year, I feel as well when there's not all that much happening, anyways. Like it just felt like the Champions League final is in two days' time, and it does not feel like it. But that's because you're a, like, come on. No, of course, if you're a if City were, fan, if Liverpool were playing, you'd be you'd be praying to the gods you don't believe in that they can somehow stuff it up. If Man United were playing, you'd be like sitting here in your Man United jocks all week. Right, Not the fact right. that it's Man City about to do a treble, you are studiously ignoring it. Let's let's just call it. It's true. No, but don't. So you guys support Arsenal and Aston Villa. So don't try and tell me that you feel the build up has been massive. I'm going this to Istanbul week. tomorrow. What are you talking about? Okay, well, fair enough for you. Maybe I'd be pretty excited. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that's different. If you're going to the match, of course. If I was going to Istanbul tomorrow, I'd be thinking about it as well. I don't know. I have to say, I feel like Drew, you are in the minority in this. Like normally on a Champions League build up week, we would be like chatting about it loads would be excitement and I don't think it's just because there is a certain expectation again it's never over until the final whistle but that like City are going to win I I feel like there just isn't the same excitement even there's not even the same hatred like Shane's a United fan and you should be sitting there absolutely stewing mad that City are there he's he's heartbroken so again but um, I don't even think he is that's the thing I think he's just a bit like accepting of it what, what, what what is your collective point here People care less about the Champions League final now than they did before. I think I think it's just because of who's in it. Well, like, I think that's exactly it. Yeah, so. yeah, and maybe because it's Saturday as well. Like maybe that. Uh, Liverpool Real Madrid last year was. Uh, like, I suppose. Yeah, but everybody was talking about it because it's Real Madrid and Liverpool. I don't think anybody cares about Italian football at the moment outside of Italy. So I think the fact that it's an Italian team who we feel like are nowhere close to being the second best team in Europe against if this was Real Madrid versus Manchester City we'd have been very interested in it all week even if it was Napoli at least there's a story maybe. there maybe. fair point but fair like point. I don't know it just inter in fairness different. if Napoli were going for a double against a, an English team going for a treble then I think um, I mean you look at the history that Inter have as well though like I feel they should be, like there should be some credit there somewhere mm. but there just isn't really I, I don't think it's credit though. Like it, it, they're one of the great names of Italian of Italian and world football. Like all the way back to Helena Herrera in the sixties, and the team of Bremer and Klinsmann and Mateus. Like that was the peak Italian ninety uh, post Italian ninety Channel Four Gazetta era. But it's just that they haven't played. Like even Jose's Inter played terrible, horrible football. 
And this team plays slightly better football, but mm. like I don't know. I think it's, it's because it's city. It's it, because it's city. But it, but it's because it's city and, and like because even as United fans could appreciate it, like when Liverpool win the Champions League, they're playing good football. Jurgen Klopp has earned them the, the right to win the Champions League. When Real Madrid win the Champions League, it was brilliant to watch. And and yet City, I just feel like the it just feels like a procession because they're so good. Well, maybe it's the, the too much possession thing that everybody's getting bored of. Mm. Maybe they're the most common of European football, are they? Possibly, yeah. Possession, keep the ball. Um, but there's a bit. There is a sty- there is a style and substance to City as well, and yet still there's just something about it. Maybe it's Pep. I mean, I, I, you don't like Pep? I don't like Pep. Why not? I used to like Pep, and uh, now he just really pisses me off. Listening to him pisses me off. I'm like, oh, please stop. Um, yeah, so seeing Pep with big ears on Saturday night was, was like will break a lot of people's hearts. Um, not least myself, but I think you're going to get sucked into it. I think if it's nil all after yeah. 70 minutes, you'll be like, come on, Inter, come on. No, yeah. I, but I, 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 that's not what I'm saying for me, anyways. Like, I'll definitely watch it. I'll get involved in it if so long as it's not like four nil city after like half an hour or something. I'll totally watch it and enjoy it. I'm just saying that I don't feel the same like build up to it this week or the same excitement to it that I would normally feel about a Champions League final. I don't even feel like. And what are you putting that down to? a complete blasé feeling towards City to be honest like I just I don't have a I should after this season should hate them like but I don't whereas if it was United Liverpool God forbid Spurs ever (laughs) get to the top league again uh, you know I just for some reason and maybe it's because in my living memory City kind of went from nothing to absolutely unbeatable so like there was never even really an opportunity and it was at the same time where Arsenal were going Whoop. Uh, there's never been any opportunity to I suppose build that sort of hatred or care about them and yeah. in the men's game anyways I would feel a lot more if it was City Arsenal in the women's game all I, bets are off I do think the fact that they played such amazing football the games against Real Madrid in particular the, the two-legged tie the first game in particular was so good and then the second game they were so amazing is essentially the whole point about sports watching it really works Nobody, nobody's that really worked up about the fact that City could easily just win this game 2-0 with a clinical performance and they could be 2-0 up after half an hour and then the next 60 minutes will be them playing beautiful keep ball and the fans going ole ole and, uh, and maybe some of the Italian fans rioting afterwards who knows um, but that's the whole point of the experiment is to um, wield your power and not be noticed while you do it and you need likeable players don't you like I love Grealish. Yeah, Grealish, I think people like Grealish, but outside of outside of Grealish, are there any players in that city team you're like, I'm happy I'm happy for you to win the championship? I'm very happy for Kevin De Bruyne. I was going to say De Bruyne is Absolutely. the one that I'm came very to happy mind. For, I've, I've fallen in love with in this season. Yeah, well. He's like a Roy Keane, Roy Kent clone. It's like, wow, this is, how did this happen? <laughs> what a mixture. <laughs> what a combo. <laughs> uh, um, no, maybe, maybe. I, th- I think for Grealish's sake, a lot of people want to see him win, but... Um, there's just this acceptance that Grealish is going to win three or four Champions Leagues in his career if he stays at City. Like, this City team are so dominant now, aren't they? I don't know about that. I mean, the Barcelona team with um, Leo Messi in a barely scraped to... Did he get four in the end? Like, there's I, absolutely... No, I, I ain't buying that. Like, and also, they might not be in the Champions League next season or the season after. We shall see. Potentially not. Um, it's because it's Man City Asterix says Michael Hill in the YouTube comments you can um, get onto YouTube subscribe to our YouTube channel and leave a comment if you want to get involved in the conversation this morning fans of the Super Club need to understand most football fans don't get to celebrate winning a trophy very often if ever so it should be savoured 
I think this it's, is a fundamental point in all this too, right? That like when Man United screwed the FA Cup by going to play in the Mickey Mouse World Club Championships that they did all those years ago and removed the last bit of luster that the FA Cup had. Uh, it kind of was like the oh, it's a minor trophy, you know, and that whole like oh we only win leagues, we only celebrate leagues, it's a minor trophy. It was like. Well, actually, winning the League Cup was a massive deal for loads of clubs who could do it. And winning the FA Cup was all-time sensational moment. And maybe <clears throat> maybe Leicester getting relegated and Wigan getting relegated, having post won the Cup, kind of takes the sheen off their Cup wins a little bit. But those fans felt alive. But yeah, but that's suggestion that Super Clubs can't... Like, Manchester United fans enjoyed winning the League Cup this year. And uh, certainly the players... Yeah, now, now you did. Now you did, because you're desperate. But like when you were winning leagues, you were like, oh, the trophy's in the corner, no one's celebrating. We're cool. Look I do remember us. when Arsenal won the FA Cup. The amount of United fans were like, ooh, <laughs> look at you go. Aren't you great? I, don't yeah, I also do love the fact that I've been slightly included in the Super Club debate, even though this is the first season in like <laughs> yeah. many, many years that Arsenal have actually achieved. Yeah, welcome anything. back. Well, apart from the FA Cup. Welcome in. Um, no, I know. Like if the Europa Conference League was around at the time where Arsenal were finishing outside the top four and in those sort of places then like and they did a run to it absolutely would have been delighted like perhaps it, I actually felt more upset when they crashed out of the Europa League this year than I did whenever they lost the Premier League title race because one felt a little bit more well, I think they had a chance to win in that well, yeah, yeah. that's I, the thing and like I totally accept that and I'm not doing down on any West Ham fans I have actually a lot of my very good friends from London are all West Ham fans a lot of them were at the game last night and it was just like Instagram videos of them crying, of them in like pubs in London, jumping up and down and tears and like couldn't have been happier for them. Mm. I was just saying that like I thought that to elevate those players to legends of the game was a bit much, but I totally understand how much it would mean for people that are supporting the club. Um, City have turned the Champions League into a Farmers League. This is Boise. Like the, this is the thing that like Haaland scoring five goals in a match in the Champions League. You're like, this shouldn't be possible. It should not be possible for for a player or team to do this. There's an element of that, like what? It's it's great. It, look, it's great. Like and those incredible thing that no one else has ever done. Oh, you shouldn't be allowed to do that. That's you're too no. good. No, no, I'm not having this. But the Champions League. What? The Champions League should be too good for. Oh, I'm enjoying this too much. Stop it. <laughs> I certainly wasn't enjoying it too much. Well, come on, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's not a farmers league. That's 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 like arrant nonsense. Absolute nonsense. The early rounds of the Champions League are farmers league. The group stage has turned into something that's that is not what it once was. Used to get used to get unbelievable matches. When did you become such an old man, Shane? <laughs> it happened. It frustrated me. I used to love the Champions League. The Champions League is still great. The Champions League is still absolutely. It's the peak of world football. Like we we all know this. It's the best quality football over a sustained period of time. But gets good at the quarterfinal, semi-final well, stage, possibly. In, Same as in, the All Ireland Football Championship. In recent years, it's actually been decent in the group stages. Been loads of teams trying to play good football, and there've been many upsets at various stages. Wasn't it? Was it this season or last season that Real Madrid were in danger against one of those Eastern European teams in, in Celtic group? They were one 0 down at half time. And also, the Real Madrid Celtic game was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. When Ange went at it, and they were uh, holding their own for seventy minutes. Like, look, I just remember feeling breathless throughout that whole thing that they were actually going to get a result. I, what does everybody want? What like more, more competitive. You want TikTok? You want a, an, an endless TikTok parade of a seven second. So am, am I too old? Stuff. Am I too old or am I too young? What, what is it? Well, you're, I'm, I'm you're, too old a second ago. Now I'm, now I'm into TikTok. You know, <laughs> which is it? Like, come on, I'm not even on TikTok. The, it, it turns out that a bunch of middle-aged people have um, been TikTok's biggest users and adopters okay. uh, in in uh, over the last six months. Anyway, 
We, we digress. Uh, <laughs> nobody cares about it because everybody knows it's going to be a walkover, says Shane. And um, Shifty Lad asks, who has been the most successful London club this year? Most successful London Good club? Good question. Is it uh, Arsenal getting back into the Champions League? You know, <laughs> top four finished. Bit of, a, bit of a title challenge. Bit of a title challenge. Uh, ultimately a swoon. A swoon in the semi-finals or quarter-finals of the Europa League? Quarterfinals? Quarterfinals. Oh, yeah. um, or is it West Ham who barely scrape, barely scrape out of the relegation tr- struggles and manage to win, in fairness, the third tier European trophy? Well, so this is, I'm going to just like support my argument even more here, but I think it's Arsenal because Shifty Lad asked what's the most successful London club and by club standards, Arsenal came third in the WSL as well. They got Champions League, despite the fact mm-hmm. that half their team was absolutely done. They were one match off getting to the Champions League final, apart from... You don't get a special prize for getting beaten in semis, though. There's no, no, there's no like, third place. No, but in terms of... Arsenal like, fan we're talking to. I know, yeah. but, like, they you know, have two trophies. in a few rules here. Two trophies between the two teams as well. If you're, if you're comparing the seasons, West Ham in the WSL came eighth. They went on. They didn't win a game this year until like the second last round of the league, I think. So technically, uh, the women's team didn't reach their targets either this season. Uh, yeah, but like, look at the injuries they had. I mean, the, literally ah. six of the starting. Everybody team gets all injured. In, in, like this is yeah. I, 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 those no, lo- those no losses, not everyone gets injured. Those, uh, every sport, there's always no, injuries no, no. But you for don't. The main team. You Sorry, look at me you do not. Leads, I understand that. Sorry, no. You do not get the levels of injuries that Arsenal had this season apparently every do. year. Apparently, 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 teams do. Teams um, do, but I think I, it. I, I think I think it still should be counted as impressive. Katie McCabe getting into the Champions League team of the season, as voted by UEFA technical observers, and also getting WSL goal of the season. Great goal, by the way. Katie McCabe had a great season. I will grant you that. I'd still rather be a West Ham fan at the end of the season. Do you know to go to a cup final and win? Yeah. Lift the trophies. West Ham fans are going to remember that. Was it Barry Bonds? See the West Ham captain in 75 and 80 when they won the FA Cups? Bobby Murr when they won the previous cup before that? So only two West Ham captains before Declan Rice have ever lifted a trophy. I think Declan Rice is silly enough to like use the atmosphere and emotion of the moment to sign a new deal. Well, he was at, like, I was reading the quotes afterwards and, and I listened to his interview after the match and he's like, Obviously, he wants to celebrate in the moment, but he said at the moment there's a lot of speculation going on about my future. There is interest from other clubs, but ultimately I still have two years left at West Ham. I love this club. I love playing for this club. There hasn't been nothing yet. My focus is playing for West Ham at the moment. That's not him saying I'm staying, but it's certainly not him not saying that either. Um, like The fact that he even was at uh, pains to point out, I have two years left. And maybe he's just trying to get the... Bigger money, but uh, trying to get the best deal possible for the club, and the uh, the fans are like, "Yeah, good man, Declan, talking the price back up after Moisey talked the price down." But is there not a universe where Declan Rice stays? I don't think so. Is there? I don't know. I just felt. I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm reading too much into his post-match interview, but because obviously he's heated the moment and all the rest. But he certainly sounded in the, in the moment that he wanted to to certainly have a think about it. Uh, little whispers between himself and Moisey after the match as well, waiting for the trophy ceremony and presentation. Um, yeah, so I, I, I still think he's going to leave, probably to Arsenal. But certainly the comments last night caused me a little. Well, if he pause. is on the verge of leaving, it is kind of the sort of thing as well that you know you're soaking in the moment, you're thanking the fans, you're talking about how much the club means to you, how much it has meant for your career, like why it has got you to this place, and then you go off and sign a nice big shiny yeah. contract. Mm. He's playing you like a fiddle, Shane. 
Possibly. Mm. I fell for it. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. 